0: Welcome to the Fuel Your Soul Podcast. I'm Kay.
1: And I'm Taylor. Kay and I are friends who are united in our passion for our Catholic faith, which is how this podcast came to be.
0: Every Wednesday, we're talking all about faith, dating, friendships, career decisions, and more.
1: So pour yourself a cup of coffee, wine, or a cocktail and get ready to fuel your soul. This is the Fuel Your Soul Podcast. Hello, Soul Sisters. Welcome back to another episode of the Fuel Your Soul podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Kay.
0: Um, kind of a funny story I want to share about our guest <laughs> that we have on today. So Taylor well, this will make more sense after we introduce you. <laughs> Taylor Hauser and I call her Candid. I don't know if she knows this behind <laughs> her back. Just and it just like flows. So a little backstory. <laughs> She has an Instagram account called Candid Communion, and um, she is such a good role model, such a good Catholic influencer. I'd highly suggest everyone look her up, but Candid Communion, aka Taylor Fielder, who is our guest, I think was the first like real Catholic account that Taylor Taylor Hauser and I searched out when we first started Feel Your Soul, and um, so we reached out to Taylor Fielder, and Kind of had a little conversation with her when we first started Feel Your Soul. And she has just been so good at creating a community over there um, on her Candid Communion page. So for all you girls, soul sisters listening, I know we're all about community. Um, she's got a great one too. But Taylor does a lot of things from starting a Catholic dating page. Is it like a software to just just honestly being a great road model. So we're going to talk to Taylor about um, –
2: Confidence today. I don't know, Taylor. You want to say hi? Thank you so much. I didn't know that you can call me candid. That's what I, my friends referred to it as too. So no worries. But I didn't know that. I'm honored and humbled. I remember when we zoomed. It was yeah, right before y'all started, and it was so much uh-huh. fun to me because this the whole purpose of this was to create community and to meet like-minded women, and that's what we we're doing, and that's what y'all have continued to do. So. I'm just excited to be here with y'all.
0: Yeah, us too. No, it's just a funny thing like um Taylor Hauser and I, we don't even notice we're doing it, but we'll just be like, oh, did you see Candids post? Or like did you I don't know, just always refer to you as <laughs> so Candid. Funny. We don't even like try to, but
2: no, I love it. That's it. That's yeah. awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so maybe kind of like as an introduction too, can you tell us why you decided decided to start your Instagram page? I mean, I think it really takes a lot of courage. I guess Taylor Hauser and I we both felt like we were really taking a bold step talking about your faith openly because you you open yourself up to criticism from some people. So, yeah. why?
2: What motivated you to start that page? Um, I think that first of all, I had no community um, of Catholic women. And I really wanted to find that. I had just like a desire after COVID was right whenever it started. And so that whole period, I spent a lot of time in prayer and discernment, and I just felt a tug to go find it. And I really wanted Mm -hmm. other women, young women to know that there are others just like them trying to live their faith and just like them facing the same struggles and battles that um, we face in our culture today. I think a big um, driving force, or what really made me think that this was something that could be a thing, um, was during COVID and everyone turning to social media and the things that people were posting, or the TikToks, or the whatever. Um, I just thought, where are all the Catholic women? Because we're spending mm-hmm. all day on the internet mm-hmm. and Honestly, I felt like some of it was questionable. You know, the culture will take over and we're so easily influenced. Mm -hmm. And so I really just wanted to find that group of women who were like me and who didn't know that there were others like them. That is very relatable to Taylor and I's
0: story because honestly, it was almost the same thing. I think there were a lot of really cool things that were birthed out of COVID when we were just Mm -hmm. all in that time of, of being on our own because same thing we were lonely and we were looking for a community and so we took to the internet and we were so surprised when we started looking like you guys there's so many cool Catholic women out there and I don't know if everyone just came out of their shelter in COVID or if they've all been there before but I feel like we just hadn't looked before
1: Yeah. yeah yeah Kay and I thought we were so unique in this idea and then little did we know there's so many of us like they're out there doing the exact same thing we're doing which is great we're all on Jesus's team but we just didn't put ourselves out there we didn't lace up our shoes and and start doing it and running towards it Um, so it's like super cool to be connected with you um yes
2: yes I love I I feel like there were so many people that felt that call during that period of time and so to see so many people who have answered it i think is awesome i think i think the lord was working heavily so Mm -hmm. yeah it
0: was like we all just finally like took a pause and yeah i think you're right like we're looking at our social medias looking at culture and it was kind of like wait uh, yeah where are where are the catholic voices where are the christian voices
2: i I remember because i gave um social media for lint That so um I had, like I said, we were stuck in our houses and I didn't have my social media until after Easter when I like got back on and saw what everyone had been posting and not that not here to condemn whatever people were doing, but it was just, I felt like portraying things that were not always good and holy or Mm -hmm. creating these ideas of marriage of men and women of Um, Mm -hmm. just different things that were funny went viral whatever but when you see it over and over again it's rooted in you Mm -hmm. and whether or not you believe it or think it applies to you like you get those biases and
1: that's such the thing about social media and why I'm so passionate about it too like we are drilled with these ideas every single day and even if we're not aware of it it's like subconsciously affecting our way and how we view the world and so there needs to be people like you that are so confident speaking upon, like, their faith because it's just not the norm, um, what you see on social media. And I kind of wanted to go into, Taylor, and ask you, mm-hmm. what was, like, kind of the fruits of giving that up for Lent, like, social media and how, like, what were, like, the key takeaways during that period? I
2: loved it, honestly. Um It was, I, I wasn't aware of how much time I spent scrolling, so that will make you very aware, but it allowed me to take time to do, to fill whatever time I would have spent on social media with other things. So I started reading a lot and um, I read a lot of Catholic books. And so my faith was strengthened through that instead of looking at, you know, girls in bikinis all over Instagram, you know, whatever is on your Explorer page. I was growing in faith and um, Mm -hmm. was able to just kind of I'll say, I don't know if I saw the fruits until later. Like now I'm kind of starting to see like things that I retrained, maybe my brain during that time. Um, Mm -hmm. Coming now, I did a lot of healing, a lot of healing from um, just the last few years and um, relationships and finding out what was really important, um, what I wanted to do next, what I was looking for in a husband what I wanted to be as a woman like all of these things crossed my mind I was journaling about them I was praying about them so that's Mm -hmm. a lot you created not some picture you saw of the life that you
1: should have or how society shows you how life should be like you were creating these ideas on
2: your own yes totally you hit it for sure Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I think social media really can be such a distraction and you almost don't even realize it until you take a break, like yeah. what, what you did. And then you come back and you're oversensitive to
2: it. But, totally. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. Cause I was seeing things and I was like, ah, what is, yeah. what is that? Why yeah. we're talking about social media, like, I really want to
0: point out though, something Taylor that I appreciate about your account, because you just speak the truth. Like you're just not afraid to speak. <laughs> well, and I think right now especially in so, sh- social media it is so normal to see people posting just very like you said earlier very unholy things and that is just mm-hmm. like the norm like you're mm-hmm. like girls are praising other girls for like posting almost naked pictures of themselves yeah. and you know they're like hyping other girls up for that or i don't even just like want to focus on that because there are other things said about th- the church and mm-hmm. and it just it felt like you know, we needed a bold, strong, confident voice in the Catholic church. And that's what I really appreciate about your page is like, I know if I go to Taylor's page, she's always going to be telling me the yeah. truth.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a big compliment mm-hmm. you could give me because that's every single day. That is like at the top of my, at the top of my list and what I'm trying to do. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Right, you just said, yes, like I go to your page, Taylor, and I know like I'm feeding my soul good stuff and, like, oh, what it means. Thank you so um, much.
0: It's refreshing.
1: It is really refreshing.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I was also going to say, like, I think we we want to kind of turn the wheel here back to confidence a little bit, but I think it takes a lot of confidence to be yeah. saying what you're saying on social media. Um, So we kind of look at you as, like, one of the confidence queens. Do you have any confidence tips for – other girls who just might not be feeling very confident right now. Maybe there's other girls who wish they could share about their faith, but they're they're nervous too. They don't know where you know where to start. Yeah. What kind of confidence tips do
2: you have? I think number one um, would be to step back and remember who you are, mm. because I feel like whenever we start um, losing confidence in ourselves or when that doubt kind of starts to sink in we are looking at the world around us and what is this person doing and I'm not and um what do they have that I don't or how do they look and I don't look like that but when we remember truth and how we're where we should be rooted I think all of that stuff over time when our relationship with the Lord strengthens I think it kind of falls falls away mm-hmm. so we main thing that i would say to anyone who's feeling that way would be to just go and be with jesus and remember remember that you're his and that ultimately all of this stuff is going to be gone and Mm -hmm. no one's gonna remember or no one's gonna care no one we don't die with your instagram (laughs) (laughs) you know like we uh have one life to live and we're all chasing heaven or we should be and I think once that reality kind of sets in, which, like I said, was kind of the realization I had during COVID um, in that time, once that hits you, you don't care. Mm-hmm. You don't. Like, you just like think what you want, say what you want, but I am going to find the truth, and then once I have it, I am going to live by it, because Ugh. that's how we're going to get to heaven, you know? Yeah. Amen. That is so true with what you said.
1: I feel like I'm my least confident self when I'm not, you know, when I don't take a step back and I'm not acting Mm -hmm. like who I truly am, like my true north, like God, like my faith and like the things that really like like my priorities in life and I'm not living up to those and I'm trying like to live this worldly world is when I lack confidence because I'm comparing myself to everyone around me and I'm always going to find something to nitpick yeah and so I love that you gave that advice that's so true and I don't
2: think you're alone in that though like everywhere we look when we turn on the tv when we're driving down the street when we're on social media we are told um you know we feel this way we're labeled this um this is how you identify as a woman or this is the group you fit into and so we're constantly being told who we are you know Mm -hmm. whether or not like you were saying earlier okay whether or not we realize it. And so I think the Lord will show us. He will show you who you are. He will uncover the desires of your heart. He put them there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I don't think you're alone in that, Taylor.
0: We had a guest on once who told us that, you know, Jesus put something in his heart and told him, you are a son of the king, act like it. But I think it's Mm -hmm. just as applicable to us girls. Like you – are the daughter of a king, act like it, remember your worth. And then, yeah. And then that's like, that really changes your perspective. And it's humbling at the same time, because you're right, we, no one's going to remember us when our time comes on this earth. Like we have an eternal life waiting for us. And you were talking about finding the truth. When you find the truth, you Mm -hmm. can't argue with it. So I think you can have confidence in that too, that if you have truly, I mean, I think we are all. We should all be trying to search for the truth. Like we all have, owe it to ourselves to be making sure that we truly believe what we believe. And then once you figure out what that truth is, have confidence in it because people can't argue with the truth.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. totally agree.
0: Any other tips you um, had, or was that the major one?
2: Um, that would be the major one. I think everything stems from that. As far as your, like, insides. But I think, too, we put so much pressure on ourselves. Um, In social and social media and dating, I think take the pressure off and just have fun. And, like I said, find truth and mold your life to fit that. And then the rest will kind of, you know, take care of itself. The Lord will guide you. Taylor, I totally agree. I feel like we're our
1: own worst critic, and I know a lot of the pressure that I feel in my life is definitely brought brought upon myself. Um, and, like, I want to be perceived a certain way. But I heard this quote one time, and it's, like, people, like, people are so busy thinking about themselves and, like, what they want to do with their life. Like, they're not judging you necessarily. So I think we kind of have these false projections of what people think sometimes of us. Yeah. And to – just live boldly because most people aren't even thinking about you. I mean,
2: yeah. And someone said the other day, we, I was talking and um, I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically like the people that don't like you or the people that criticize you are, is like a natural filter. We're not going to be friends with everybody and everyone's not going to love us a hundred percent of the time. And um, we're going to have critics, but that's okay. And let them go and focus on the people that you are connecting with, the people that you do love, the friends that you do have and your life will be so much more fruitful. You know, I think we worry.
1: I love that you said that.
2: Yeah. Like how many times do we think about the person on Instagram that we've never met that we probably will never meet and they had, you know, one thing to say or whatever, like what about the other hundreds of people or you know, hundreds of family and friends that you do connect with that do love you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I'm-
1: be who you are, and you're going to attract the right people yes. in your life. Totally, that's just so true, and I resonate with that a lot because I was a people pleaser. Like I wanted everyone to like me, so I feel like I was an absolute chameleon. Right. Like whoever I was around. I acted a certain way. If I was like around like my fashion, super liberal friends, I acted more like liberal or like more, you know, like, and I just like, it was exhausting because I had to change who I was depending on who I was around. And it just, I didn't know like my true self because I didn't take that step back. Like you mentioned in the first tip and really understood, um, you know, what was my true North. And so I didn't have to constantly change.
2: I think we're told, or again, maybe not directly, but that we have to control everything that we must have control at all times and be independent women and, you know, have this job and do that and whatever. We're obsessed with control or being able to control things. And I think um, once we let go, it's so freeing sobering so
1: you're talking to my heart like everything you're saying is like (laughs) yep i felt that i felt that yes i have definitely felt that so
0: okay i think we touched on this a little bit because we were talking about finding the truth in our faith and so i think i know the answer taylor but maybe you can just expand on it a little bit do you think that our catholic faith gives us reason to
2: be confident i think that it is the reason we should be confident Mm. i think That's where, like speaking personally, that's where all of my confidence comes from because we don't have to search. We have it. It's here. You know, we have truth. Mm -hmm. We have the sacraments. Um, We are here with Jesus completely. And the church has already told us, you know, the way that we are to live if we want to live the most fulfilling um, life walking with Jesus and so we don't have to worry about deciding what's acceptable and what's not or what's right and what's wrong it's done it's already written out for us in a blueprint and all we have to do is follow it I mean obviously we're sinners and we'll get off course but the church will always be there for us Mm -hmm. and I think that's why we should be confident because we have truth and that's it you know yeah that's so true we literally
0: have a book catechist you can go look it yeah. up and there have been people who have done year, thousands of years of research to put into this book to prove to us like or to tell us what we believe and what the truth is yeah. And I, I mean that's what I, that's my favorite part about being catholic is yeah just we have all the history and the tradition and we for thousands of years that has been the church's main goal is just searching out the truth yeah i
2: agree and In all areas of our life, especially – I know dating, which we talk about often, but especially at the age that we are, Mm -hmm. the culture is wacky. And everything – you know, just when I think about or see everyone – and I'm not saying I have it all figured out by any means, but Jesus did. Jesus does. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like um, the closer – we try to stay to him the easier all that kind of stuff becomes
0: yeah that's kind of a perfect segue because that's your second I feel like forte is you're kind of the love doctor so Ooh. for the listeners who don't know you started a catholic dating I don't know if to call it again it's like a night an event it's so much fun
2: it's yeah. like an
0: night. online event where you connect catholic and men and women who are looking for relationships and And so I feel like that's something I want to touch on, too, with you is just dating, because I think it is very hard right now. I I mean, I am engaged, but you guys both being single, I think you're going to have more insight probably than I do. But if you're trying to find a Catholic person out there, it's difficult. Most people aren't just like posting online saying that they're Catholic.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, I will say. I'm not single. Me neither. But okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my she gosh. meant not engaged. Okay. okay. That's what she meant. Okay, one Taylor
0: I should have known that. The second Taylor I did not know that.
2: <laughs> no, I figured that's what you meant, but I just wanted if you heard if you hear this <laughs> that's we're just not married. Yeah. Um but I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to
0: you know, is that like a new relationship or have you been dating someone for a while?
1: Um, oh my gosh, you're just yeah. glowing. I love it. Yeah, oh you God. are. Wow. Y'all? Oh,
2: I can't. No, I mean, I can. Um, but-
1: <laughs> I just like, and- this is can we just all talk about this? Like the rest of it?
2: Like, God, I, yeah, I can love girl I forever about him. Um, we met actually a year ago this weekend, was when we first met. Okay, um, we st- started dating in. Like, probably more seriously dating Thanksgiving, Christmas time. So, it's been since then. So, it's not new, but it's not old. <laughs> yeah. not it's a- oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know that. No, mean- I haven't, honestly, and I haven't really talked. I talk about it a little bit in my DMs with people whenever they'll message me about dating and stuff. Um, and it's actually been really nice to share and talk to people about that that way it was just something and I'll share him with with the gram but it was just something that I wanted to discern with him and be really intentional about it and I felt like once it was time you know to Mm -hmm. talk about that and to share everything that I have learned and um just everything about him I will absolutely It just hasn't been the focal point of of my page can you talk about that is okay
0: like yeah I think that's great like your page is meant to be talking about the faith and I mean Mm -hmm. I think that our dating culture would kind of tell us like woman if you don't have a man you're not as worthy and so I think a lot of women feel like they need to like put their boyfriends or Mm -hmm. whoever their relationship on a pedestal and be showing it off all the time but And not to say I post I post pictures of like my fiance too. like not to say that's bad because, you know, you like to post pictures of the things you love, but just it goes both ways. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think you should feel like you have to show off that you're in a relationship or that you're any less of a woman because you're not in a relationship.
2: Yes.
1: Taylor, you mentioned something that you said like your confidence and your relationship with Jesus makes everything else easier. Can you go into like your relationship and how like that it's made it so much easier um, because like you put Jesus and God first
2: and talk about that? Yes. Um, I was actually thinking about this the other day because you're able to kind of see, I don't know this with this relationship, I've been able to see how that has been so beneficial. And, um, I'll say this from the very beginning and I'm a little bit, I mean, I'm 20, I just turned 28 last week. So I've, I'm am i I'm not super young. Like I think a lot of my followers are younger than, or most of them, but anyway, um, but from the very beginning, I was very transparent about my faith and it was right out of COVID. So I, everything was a little heightened and I was just like. I'm going to be completely transparent, um, set my expectations early and the Lord will do with that. You know, if this is the man that, um, is here for that and, um, you know, we have the same thoughts and values, then that will work itself out. But I definitely just wanted to be upfront about this is the way I'm choosing to live my life. And if you're, not okay with that that's totally fine but this isn't gonna like this isn't the relationship for you and me to be in then Mm -hmm. and I think doing that honestly gave me some relief because he respected it um for sure you know he and we I guess he would tell you that because that's something that we talked about but um it kind of set the tone I think for the way that things you know that he and I both expected things to be but I would say that maybe younger, I'm kind of thinking the through are talking about it, having some realizations, that would have been harder for me maybe in the past because I feel like I've always been confident in my faith. I'll, I will say that. But being as vocal about it so soon, everyone knows I'm Catholic. Guys that I've dated know, um, you know, know how, how I'm going to be in relationships. But I think... Putting it in a way that's very that you're confident in it will make them more confident too and more receptive. Because they know you mean business.
0: Yeah, it's just like there's no confusion. There's no confusion yeah. if you talk mm-hmm. about it right away. Everybody knows where you stand. Yeah, where your faith stands, and Absolutely. some things are just non-negotiable.
1: And I think for a lot of women, too, especially maybe a little younger, it may be hard to be so upfront. Yeah. So early on because, I mean, if you want a relationship, like that's something that it's very bold in our society. Society, I wouldn't say that it's weird, but it's bold. And it's going to turn a lot of guys in the other direction because they're like, whoa, she's coming on a little too hot, too strong. But I mean, at the end of the day, then they're just not the ones for you and you deserve so much better. But that can be a really hard pill to swallow.
2: Totally. But I
1: mean... I think about I would rather be single my entire life and have a relationship with God than just a subpart relationship with someone.
2: Totally. And I think once you get to that point, too, we're on a journey. And I think that's sometimes what we have to remember, too, about Catholic social media is that we're not all going to be at the same place at once. You know, like Mm -hmm. we're all on our own journey and we're all Mm -hmm. growing in faith every day. And so I think that's just something that's something to remember. And when I was younger, like I said, although I feel like I always – I did always, um, you know, let the men in my life know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. This one was just – No, I think that's relatable. I mean, I can
0: I can say that I think there is this, like, kind of like you were talking about, Taylor, how – you know, it's a bold thing. Taylor Hauser, <laughs> like you were saying, <laughs> is a bold thing. Yeah. Um, to kinda of sometimes like let guys know about your faith. Like I think some girls are honestly worried like they're gonna end up alone if mm-hmm. if they stick to their faith. And I just I think to that I have to say, like me and Taylor Houser we've been talking a lot about peace and the difference between peace and happiness lately. And I truly mm-hmm. think a life of peace is more fulfilling than a life that just has fleeting moments of happiness. happiness. And yeah. And you will not truly be fulfilled if you're in a relationship that does not let you live the truth like we've been talking about. You you know what the truth is. If you can't live the
1: truth, you're never going to find that peace.
2: I agree 100%. That was very well said.
1: And like just talking to my parents, they've been married for almost 40 years. And like one thing that just sticks out to me that they always say it just comes easy. Like it's just they're at peace, you know? And like that's Mm -hmm. so true. Like being at peace instead of like constant fleeting moments of happiness like that's so much more valuable to me and what Mm -hmm. I want yeah and what I desire Mm -hmm. so I think early on in a relationship or any relationship you should be really asking yourself are you at peace and I think some signs that tell you that you may not be at at peace you know when you get like I feel like our physical body says a lot of things to us
2: it does Mm -hmm. so does I was thinking about that too your body like the Holy Spirit works through you in so many ways so many ways and that I believe is one
1: yeah and so if you feel wait, can
0: you like explain like what do you mean
1: Yeah, when you feel uneasy or, you know, like that gut feeling, like that that feeling in your gut. I don't know if you've ever been through like, okay, you're so lucky. You've never been through like a serious breakup, but they suck. Like you feel like you lose (laughs) your appetite. Like it's just, it's like that kind of feeling, you know, like where you just are like uneasy and you're on edge. You lose your
2: appetite. I don't know. Do you have a- I get like a vibration <laughs> feeling? It's so weird of like this isn't right or something, you know, like mm-hmm. I think too it took a while to discern those things and once sh- the more you date, the more you learn about yourself. But also right? Taylor, you can I actually I'm curious about this. I feel like
1: no relationship especially in the beginning, because you're getting to know each other so well. And like, I'm in the process of getting to know my boyfriend better and better. Do you think it's like normal? Like, it's okay not to have everything perfect and to feel those
2: feelings? I agree with that. And that's another thing where um, I feel like, especially on Catholic social media, we feel like everything has to be perfect in the very beginning and – that the Lord is just going to like drop somebody in your lap and everything is going to be perfect. And you're just going to move forward with your life. And I think in some ways that can be true, but no relationship is without trials. Um mm-hmm. With us, like I said, we met in July and didn't seriously start dating until almost Christmas. Well, technically new year's whenever um, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And so those what is that, almost six months, we spent, you know, getting to know each other, talking about things that we like, that we don't like, and could we be a good fit, and all of those things that you need to consider in a relationship, and it wasn't all, we did not have it all figured out perfectly from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's taken time to, you know, get to know each other better, and see how the other works, and thinks, and feels, and um, what they're being called to, or you know, mm-hmm. what he's praying about. So I agree with that. I- yeah, I think to
1: sum it up, like kind of like what we're trying to articulate, like it's not okay to like have, you know, be uneasy or not at peace, like consistently, yeah. but to but nothing's going to be perfect. Like even early on, it's going to take work to get to know someone. Like it's not just going to, like yeah. those tough conversations have to happen.
2: Yes. And I think too, hard conversations are not hard with the right person Mm -hmm. they could be challenging Um, I'm trying to think of what other words they could be serious but it's not going to be hard to have them it feels like at least for me and my relationship
0: like we're on the same team that we got each other's backs and if like you're saying we might need to have a challenging conversation but I always know that we're gonna find a solution together and it's never like I don't know. It's, it's never like, oh, yeah. so-and-so is going to – I mean, maybe we'll get upset with each other. I'm not trying to, like, act like we have a perfect relationship. But at the end of the day, we yeah. just know that we have each other's backs no matter what. Yeah. I think that's a healthy relationship.
1: Can you talk about confidence and friendships? Like, what just pops to your mind when you think about real, authentic friendships and the confidence that you need to bring into that
2: friendship? I think that the best thing you can be is yourself. In friendships, I think that, um, like we were talking earlier about the groups and labels and kind of the natural filters that the culture has set for us, who our friends should be, and um, the groups that we should be hanging out with because of our jobs and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think there's a difference between the people that you just have to be around all day or that you might like and care about, um, and then those really there like those girls that are your girls Mm -hmm. you know that um are like-minded that you know that you can you can be confident and go into them and I think that takes time sometimes well maybe some of them are right off the bat but I think when you're yourself and you're authentic in those relationships um the people who are supposed to be close to you will draw to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um the others you know are gonna just be more of acquaintances But I think just being transparent, I think of like different friendships that I've had maybe in college or growing up that, you know, we had similar interests and maybe we were doing the same things or going to the same parties or whatever, but I couldn't truly be my full self. Like I couldn't speak my mind.
1: Mm, I feel that so much, Taylor, thinking of like my college friendships, like we all shared the same interests. Mm -hmm. And we got along, but they didn't share the same, like, core beliefs that I did. And to have friendships like that, it makes you grow so much as a woman. And Mm -hmm. so when I moved to the city, that's, you know, kind of when I challenged myself to start making those friendships. And I think to have Mm -hmm. an authentic friendship, it requires two authentic people to show up, like, entirely themselves. 100%.
2: And I think too, like I said, I guess I was saying be yourself in place of confidence, but the Lord will bring those people in your path. And if you are being authentically yourself and you are being true to, you know, our faith and what you know and who you are, those will build naturally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I want to
0: comment though, too. I think a lot of girls, or I think social media makes it seem that that these authentic relationships are just like easy to find, and that a lot of girls mm-hmm. just have like many of them. Which in some like some cases that might be true, an army behind them. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think for the most part, a lot of times, I mean, we you just never know what two people's relationship is actually like. And like speaking for myself, I have like a hand a couple of really really close friends that I could go to for anything and mm-hmm. I, I have really good friends otherwise but like I think yeah. I just I won't I don't want girls to feel like they're unpopular they're not cool because they don't feel like they have this like oh I can truly be myself with mm-hmm. this friend's relationship because like you said Taylor Fielder like it does take um you, you have to be yourself and it it can take time to build those relationships. Yeah. They don't just happen overnight a lot of times.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the older you get to, the more you realize that a few really good, solid, you know, best friends is so much better than 10 or 15 friends mm-hmm. that you just like to be social with. And it's not, not that you shouldn't have those, like, you know, those outsiders and, yeah. You know, relationships with
0: people but but you can only give your time to so many people it's just the reality of true. it like you can only mm-hmm. split your time so many ways and so I think just naturally you don't have enough time to have super super close authentic relationships with everybody you know
1: quality over quantity for sure mm-hmm. and it just goes back to social media like you said Kay, you really never know like we try to fit our life into our a grid and a square but mm-hmm. life isn't meant to be fit into mm. a into a square like it's just not so true for sure. I feel
2: like sometimes my favorite, which I guess I could be better about posting those times, maybe I'll work on that, but <laughs> I think to myself how well, like, these people that I connect with on Instagram know a lot of, like, the very deep parts of me, so you feel like you're so connected to them, because the stuff that we share and the stuff that y'all talk about on podcast and everything, it's not surface level, Mm-mm. you know, or at least I try, I mean, not every post is going to be, like, you know, a super deep one, but that's why I think this community is so great is because it's not what's your favorite color. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. How you how can we get
1: each other to heaven? Like how exactly. can we lead one another yeah. to heaven? Like it's we're just, just like, yeah. super
2: deep stuff. <laughs> it really is. And then you feel so close to people because mm-hmm. you've seen their heart. Like, yeah. What mm-hmm. were you going to say Taylor?
1: Well, I know Kay always says this, but faith is the fastest way to friendship. Like, it really just allows you to dive right on in and just Mm -hmm. talk about hearts instead of, yeah like, like I love surface level stuff. Like, I love clothes and I love all that. But, like, faith is just so cool too because you can have friends that are so different than you, have all different interests, but be your best friends because it's centered on something that means so much more. And I think
2: that's what my faith has taught me. Mm -hmm. 100%. Oh my goodness. That's so true. That's how I felt kind of that um, when we had our anniversary party a few weeks ago, all those women that were there, I had only seen them on Instagram and we would chatted, you know, mm-hmm. maybe in like messages and stuff, but I knew exactly who I was walking into because I knew that we were rooted in the same faith mm-hmm. and it's so refreshing and it's honestly, it's just a great feeling to know Mm -hmm. that the people around you see the world the way that you do
0: ah that's so fun and I just like I feel like that gives me hope it should get ever give everyone hope like on this um that's listening to this all the soul sisters you can find community in your faith like it's out there you know you you might have to do some active searching for it you might actually have to get social on social media social media can actually be a really good tool too like like you're talking about some of the benefits of meeting these people Mm -hmm. but Oh, you mm-hmm. can find good friendships based in faith. You really can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, this has been a good conversation. I feel like we have a lot here. We talked about confidence. We talked about dating. I feel like it was just a really good girls' chat.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, it felt like girl. It felt like a slumber party. <laughs> yes. <It feels> like- <laughs> I love
0: yeah. that. Um, Taylor, thanks so much for coming on our show and being a guest. Of
2: course. Yes. Thank you for having me. Seriously, I'm so excited.
1: Oh, yeah. Wait, Taylor, I want to put a plug in. When is your next dating virtual event? I actually had pleasure of attending one of Taylor's virtual dating, speed dating events, and it was so fun. I got to meet so many people. so So I definitely want you to let everyone know when the next one is so they can
2: participate. Yes. Thank you. It'll be at the end of the month. I'll start posting um about it here in the next few weeks and then it's coming soon it'll be our third and I I feel like it'll be good we've kind of got the hang of it now we know what we're working with Mm -hmm. so it's really fun and honestly I know it sounds intimidating to some people like speed dating virtually but I think it's a good way to if you've been out of the game to get back in it's super low pressure really um it's low-key you can just sit like you did, in your living room and drink a glass of wine and chat with people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just a lot of fun. I think it surprises a lot of people once they do it.
0: Okay, well, we're going to put Taylor's Instagram handle in our show notes so you guys can easily find her after listening to this because I'm sure you want to go see her page. And then... Also, Soul Sisters, um, thanks again for listening to another episode. If you guys enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We love seeing your feedback. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday.